Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Team Hive Mind podcast, episode 20. We are already a fifth of the way to 100, um, and this is sort of the beginning of the road to LGT. So I'm your host, James Denton, and this is a show where we discuss current, local, and worldwide mess trends in the competitive 40k scene. We also delve into all other aspects of the hobby as well. If you wish to join us and become part of the THM community, first of all, because I never say this, like, subscribe, follow, share all that of the podcast, let people know it exists, um, head over to our Discord, uh, join us at our events, uh, visit our Facebook Team Hive Mind page where you can find this all out. All of that is in the description and also support us via the Element Games affiliate link. Um, so I'm once again joined um, by Simone uh, to talk about LGT, the data slate, which we're not going to go to the same crazy level uh, that other people have because we don't have the same level of practice as they do. Uh, but we're still going to discuss what it means for us, our armies, and then thinking forward to LGT because I had my list. Everything was ready. Everything was painted. I was still avoiding Eldar. And then the data slate dropped and screwed all my plans um, and made me think. So that was a shame. Um, but yeah, we will be uh, talking about that this evening. So hello, Simone. Hello. Hello. That was yeah. a long introduction. Good. It was. <laughs> it's still only a minute. Um, this is the, this is the, the danger, because this would have been just me on my own had you not come uh, back I just, I just had to say that, to be honest, because last time you, you were all on your own. No one was stopping you. So now I arrive and stop you straight <laughs> right. away at the introduction. I had I had uh, Tomek and uh, Mikhail. Joker. They were quite good, Joker, um, who were quite good at doing that for me. They were quite good at managing me, I think. So um, might just like sub them in every so often when people are away. Um, you, are in sa- you are in safe hand. I would be, yeah. Um, so, hobby projects. Um, I have uh, hmm. built hmm. the... A little bit late, and again, screwing all my plans. Uh, that wonderful kill team that everyone was using, um, that now is 110 points, and you have to take 10 models as a result. The date is late. Uh, that I can't even remember the name of. That's how much I oh, got the to X- use. Them. X- the X- X- yeah, the execution, the little, yeah, squad, uh, exaction squad. There we go. We got there between us. Um, it's going to yeah. go well today. Um, and yeah, I so never, I got them built. I never liked I, them. I got them painted. Again, they're really good for a Knights player because you always end up with a weird number of points left over. So it, it's nice not to finish with 40 points. Mm. Um, I mean, you mm. can build lists that don't. But when you want to take certain models. Yeah, um, so they did, however, it's like it's almost like I've got a proxy of the uh, Repenture, but the Inquisitorial Henchman. Oh, nice. They, they don't have quite as many special rules. Like they haven't got a Feel No Pain, a Grenade Launcher. And a million right. other things, uh, but they are still forty points. <laughs> okay, how many more? So they're, they're um, voidsmen at arms. Quite funnily, they put those up to fifty points. Um, okay, so they added ten points to those. So I imagine that's you know that was their pre-nerf to that one. Um, right. But otherwise, um, I have built, painted, and finished a lancer. I nice. have been continuing to paint Eldar. I finished a fire prism. Um, Gosh, I also finished a race knight. Um, but I I still don't have the heart to run them. I did a test game against uh, someone at the club. Um, the Wraith Knight is still stupid. And that is my <laughs> only conclusion. Um, if if they have vehicles, the vehicles die a horrible, mm. horrible death. Right. Um, 
even with towering gone, it just means the Wraith Knight's even safer because you can still fire and fade it. All right, okay. Yeah, but you've we'll done lots of hobby. You've done lots of hobby, man. I've done a fair amount of hobbying. Yes. Have you managed to do any hobbying yourself? Uh, I did. Other than I swanning off to Italy. Yeah, I went to Italy, so I had a couple of games there with my brother. Mm. So we didn't have cardboard terrain, but we had a cardboard army. So, <laughs> so we had got... it was just flat circles. Yeah, flat circles yeah. for the base, cut off from an A4 <laughs> printer page. I had two Crusaders from a night list that were... I was using two key rigs as a Crusaders. And... Um, yeah, and just basically flat paper, but that's the job. Play by intent. Can mm. see me. Yeah, pretty much. Model pretty much bit tall like that. <laughs> Ish. So we had a couple of games on there. Tested on WTC terrain, just to nice. carry on from previous episode. And um, which was quite nice, actually. It's quite decent terrain, actually. Quite like it. Mm. Very dense. Even the light table, it felt dense. And I was playing with night pre-data slate so with towering mm. so that was quite good and then i came back data slate dropped and uh, all my plan as well like everyone else all the plan for at least change so i'm not bringing knife to lgt i'm gonna bring sisters with a very different list so i rush painting all my arcoflagellants which are my trademark because they are never enough debating if i want 30 or 20 in my list Let's see, don't know yet. And then I got Kalidius Assassin, so I'm gonna paint that one too. And um, so, yeah, that's what I've been building quite a lot. So, then I mm. need to paint all this stuff, it's gonna be the challenge, and then practice a little bit. So, I don't know if I'm gonna have all the time, but <laughs> let's see. I mean, I'm playing Sister, so I got the excuse that I can be shit at the event, so that's fine. Yeah, well, yeah I don't know, they, they perform slightly better than mm. uh, previously. But, I mean, you just get more stuff. Yes. It, that that exactly. seems to have been the fix with a few armies. Yeah, um, which is not a fix. Botan, Sisters, um, Admech, to an extent. Yeah, um, well, no, the, they got an Inven post-Kitari. Yeah, but mostly they've got points changes, yeah. um, which seems to be all of those armies, it's now you just run Horde. Um, yes. I've watched a few of the games where people are running Votan, and it's they still don't really have rules they just have a lot of models to do it with yeah um so the sister is different we have sheets on the table now we've got lots of sheets on the table yeah that's that's the difference but we still can't kill stuff so i'm gonna play the mission let's see how it goes you just have to hope people don't walk at you uh, because you're (laughs) stuffed um so overall i'm quite happy with the data slate in general the changes to dev wounds look makes me really sad for for all my models that had the ability and it was great fun killing everyone's stuff um but for the health of the game yeah. quite good um aside from if you're a custode player um hey, but yeah. they shouldn't leave terror problem solved exactly, exactly. um not, not really a 40k army um said the two so i think it's a, it's a very uh, hey we've been around for longer in the 40k yeah, game true. Yeah, it's more true. real. Um, Absolutely, and we're allowed to leave terror. You know, first um, of all, exactly. And also, either way, aside from that, which is obviously the outlier case, and um, a lot of people are saying, give them a like, change it so that they feel no pains against mortals because they do feel a little bit silly. Feel no pains against mortals when there's like 
um, Deadly Demise, Tank yep. Shock, Grenade, and I know I'm going to list quite a few here, but it's like six yeah, more. A lot of mortal wounding around. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, Dark Angels haven't felt the sting, as quite a few other people have said, because it was free warger anyway. It's like, oh, my Watcher in the Dark mm. maybe might do one thing in the game, mm. but it doesn't matter because it didn't cost me five points. Yeah. But yeah, it's a bit. So yeah, change of devastating change. wound is quite good. Hmm. The it's... I quite like it. It's, yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. The data slate does feel, in terms of the rules changes, hmm. predominantly several of the rules seem to be based around one one model, <laughs> which was the Wraith Knight. Um, I think so. Dev wounds don't spill because they yep. could auto trigger them. You yep. know, big problem. You can't fire Overwatch as a Titanic. And towering's gone. I yeah. wonder which model really caused the was, issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Crusaders were quite nasty. You know, if if yeah. you manage to get several sixes, it was horrific. It yeah. also will speed up the game because shooting a hundred shots plus around as a knights player does take a lot of time. Um, so it does speed up the game. Huzzah. But see, I would have done that one differently. Maybe because I was playing through two Crusader in my night list <laughs> uh, out of seven models. But mm. I would have increased the po- the, the CP cost oh. yeah. instead instead of completely removing it. Mm. Two so CP if you make it like two CP or maybe three would be too much. But two CP, it would limit a little bit. So yeah. that's what I would have done. Yeah. But or it's all right. You can only uh, uh, there's a few other um, podcasts have suggested it. Make it so that Titanic can only do it in the charge phase. Like limit them slightly because right, it's yeah. the movement phase is the most egregious. Where it's like I could just mm. see everything. Feel free to move. Yeah. Um, or limit the range for Titanic. Um, the only thing in terms of it's good for gameplay. But it seems a bit bizarre when a forty-foot-tall knight is stood there with a flamer, going, "No, no, it's okay. You carry on. You go." And then, move along. Four, four little sisters are going, "Yeah, well, I've watched with our melter." Um, yeah, yeah, and, no, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And honest, you've I'm... still got the uh, avatar, who again, fringe case is very rare. You overwatch with the avatar, but if you overwatch with the avatar. He hits once, and then he has D3 sustained hits on a melter. Yeah, but that's kind of the lack of dice. So I, I no, get no, that. Sorry, sorry, it's Eldar, Simone. They just go oh. six. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. But okay. again, it, it's a fringe case where it's like... Yeah, I you, don't know. I would have just increased the point cost for Titanic yeah. instead of completely removing it, because it, it's a bit of a bad. And it wasn't the Overwatch from Titanic, the biggest issue. Yeah, yeah, from no. from some model. Mm. The, the, uh, yeah. the, from one model, yeah. But, you know, overall, it wasn't the biggest issue. If you remove no. Towering, already limit, you're already limiting the Overwatch range because you can't see everywhere. And then if, on top of that, you increase the point cost in terms of command, um, CPs, yeah, is it becomes very limited, but hey, okay. I think it. I think it feels fair because if you think, you know, again, five sisters with, mm. um, or four sisters because the fifth one can't have it with multi melter yeah. compared to a crusader, yeah, shooting is two very different, yes, sort of ballparks. Uh, it's like twelve guns versus four. Um, yes, so, so that's for- interesting. Yeah. Both of them for one CP. Mm. It didn't make much sense. But and anyway, what's next? The other one, which is you can't 
if, uh, do Overwatch if you're shooting indirect. It makes perfect sense. Um, how do you know yeah. they've moved if you can't see them? Um, again, <laughs> Desolation Marines and, oh, that Eldar unit, support weapons that no one ever seems to actually use anymore, probably the most egregious users of mm. that because, again, auto-sixes and Desolation Marines firing 12 billion shots. Um, yeah. The one that's most likely, I think, to actually have an impact on the game and it's going to be more down to chance than anything is insane bravery is now um, once per game and you have to do it before you roll. So you can't just go, Oh, I failed one CP Mm. and just do that on a stick as much as you need it. Um, So So it basically become like the old one in nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's changed to the old one where you had to do it before and you can only do it once per game. So it's going to be when it goes wrong, going to be massive <laughs> yeah um, especially if you've got leadership six because you think that's ah, statistically is something like a 60 percent chance of passing it um mm. so you generally feel okay uh not sure if you can cp re-roll it either i don't know if you can re-roll shot tests i think um, you can yes yeah but again eldar can just substitute a dice <laughs> oh, yeah. um yeah. i mean it's a very big use of a fake dice to substitute for an insane bravery but if it's going to win you the game exactly. one cp on one objective exactly. fake dice on the other job done i, I um, think this is a good change it makes it is yeah. battleshock a little bit more has meaning has meaning yeah, yeah. because again we thought mm. it would be much more meaningful turns yeah. out <laughs> it felt know. like it was going to be but then it's because everything has leadership six or leadership seven on average yeah yeah um you rarely so, come to play no, then towering no longer exists, which again, I'm a Knights player and I'm okay with it because yeah. people might actually play against me. And another reason why I'm not playing Eldar is it's just horrible every time. Even with a really limited list, mm. it still feels horrible. Um, so towering now basically means if you tow in uh, to a ruin, you can see through it. Yeah. You then so you don't have to be with the whole with the whole base. Yeah, yeah. So the, really, the only thing that is quite interesting with that is obviously any Titanic unit that doesn't have towering. Only thing I can think of at the moment is a Bane Blade or those mm. variants. They still have to be whole, impossibly wholly within. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm the knight's that. got half the footprint, toes it. But yeah, um, makes I'm up fine with that. But I think it's yeah. I can't stand the Bane Blade anyway, so it no. makes sense. It, I mean, the poor Bane Blade's too big to be on the table. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be on the table for stop. No. Um, yeah, but again, can can't fire Overwatch can either. So yeah, I can which I think people. is why they went down in points because they they, <laughs> no, they, they can't went fire. No, no, they can't the fire Bane Overwatch. Blade. They're towering. They're Titanic. Sorry, the Bane Blade. Yeah. Can't fire Overwatch. <laughs> so, double nerf to that one. I did um, realize that. Yeah, no, they're Titanic. Yeah, they're one of the few ones that isn't also towering. Um, oh, right. So, the other one that was a big, big change that has, I think, caused people a bit of headache panic is modifying CP cost. Um, you can only do it if it's a... Um, uh, what is it called? I can't even remember. Oh, I've been lost battle, it battle, battle tactic. Thank you. That was what was in my head. Uh, yeah. Been a very busy day. I was I, I'm mostly only, in a car. I only uh, know because in my list I got Kalidus Assassin. That's yes. why I know that. <laughs> um, so you can only uh, do free strats or modify them on battle tactics, which is massively variable in the numbers yeah. per army. So, for example, yeah. 
knights. Um, you've got Squire's Duty, which is the armager one, which allows you to get plus one strength and AP. Yeah, great, great strategy. That's one of them. Canis Rex, who can zero a CP. You've got Shoulder, shoulder the Burden, which you can do once a game, unless you're honoured. Um, yes, and so then Command no Reroll. Point to vet it. So Command yeah. Reroll will probably be the choice. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, and even um, even if you do vector, if you get honoured, you've got three CP, it will cost you one. So I think they're going to do it anyway. So I yeah, it's a bit so. of a weird, weird one on the Knights. But I get why they changed Thunderstomp, possibly, because that is egregious um it's great um slightly less again because it's dev wounds but picking up an entire terminator squad with abaddon is a little bit egregious um it was good fun for me um canis rex did die in response so it's all okay yeah i got the list of um battle tactics in in front Mm -hmm. of me from a nice reddit Mm -hmm. post i think the, the the one that comes up to my you know, straight away, mm. is the Custodis one, uh, which gives plus one to wound against most vehicle. Yeah. Uh, the minus one, one damage would be the, the other minus one. minus one damage is the very That's huge. good one. Um, and also for... Um, armor Contempt. Armor Contempt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Armor Contempt. Yeah. But then there is one against Orcs as well, mm. which is the minus one to wound them, which they yep. always use. They constantly mm. use it as a pain. Um, so that, that's... That's another good yeah, one. So there's a few interesting choices that aren't battle tactics. So given the fact that Eldar can't really get zero CP things, particularly, mm. except for an Autark in a unit with Guardians, hmm, <laughs> never, mm. never going to happen. Um, Phantasm is a isn't a battle tactic, so it can't no, be vected. Not. The most egregious strat in, the, I mean, literally the best strat in the game, but that can't yeah. be vected. So they're going to be doing that all day, every day. Yeah. So they're out, on they're infantry. Out. There are some, but as you said, mm. it's very army dependent. Yeah, it's from the core. Niche. From the core, one is literally just mm. a command reroll. Yeah. So I got it's... the Kalidis assassin as um in my army, but yeah. the role is not to vet. No, no, it's to jump it's... around. Exactly. So in most cases, I got the vet mm. anyway. So I might yeah. just do on a command reroll. It's yeah. It, Who it, knows? It, you're going to do it because it makes them. And, you know, as soon as you go against Marines, it's like, cool, yeah, armor content. Yeah, yeah Because you can do it for free, I'm going to make you pay for it. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Because it is such a huge debuff to yeah. sort of opponents in a low AP game. Um, we then have, obviously, the faction rules. Um, going to go over them quite quick because people have. Yeah, I think just Custos the key are the one. ones that, yeah. yeah, Custos are the ones that got hit really hard in terms of points. And then a lot of changes to unit composition, which on top of the dev wounds has really knocked them, people seem yep. to think. Admech, yep. minor changes, people expected more. Eldari, one change. Phantasm, infantry only. Fucking I hell. was expecting fake dice can't be counted as unmodified, so you can't auto dev wound. It's less meaningful now on a five hundred and ten point Wraith Knight. Without towering, without you know all the caveats. Yeah. But still uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, as we've already spoken about the uh, exaction squad being a uh, ten man only, uh, yeah. which was you know big change. Right. But literally every Imperium army had at least one Death Guard. I think are the Not most me. interesting one as we were discussing yeah. just before the fact that they can. And again, it is contagion range dependent. But I think you just run a few of like the the faster Death Guard units, the bloke yeah. drone, the yeah. the one with the mower. 
the zoom, zoom out, yep. stuck six stuff in contagion range, and then they uh, they're minus one ballistic skill and weapon skill, which yeah, in combat cool. means they are almost always minus one weapon skill, which is huge because it stacks yeah. with minus one to hit. So I don't think they have anything that's minus one to hit off. That. I think they must do because uh, Oliver was asking me about does it stack, so I assume he has something in mind. Uh, but minus <laughs> one ballistic skill on top of minus one to hit is huge as well. I think yeah. Mortarian might have something to do with I've got no idea because I haven't, seen, I haven't um, seen Death Guard on the table for ages, so I've got no the idea. The other one that's huge is the minus one to a save characteristic. Um, so that's obviously massive. Dropping stuff like Custos, to, poor Custos, to a three-up save. Dropping um, anything, you know, Skatari Rangers are always on their five-up in bubble mm. <laughs> against Death Guard if they pick that. Um, it, and things like Dreadnoughts and stuff being on a three-up save, mm. Arm Contempt um, doesn't be... have any impact on an AP zero. Yeah. So, be... it... so sorry, I'd be very interested yeah. to see if this one will bring out more death. Death got always been very popular in the UK as I an army. Think, I think there's going to be a fair few more yeah. at LGT than we expected. Yeah, the I last so. one that I, th- yeah, I think is the least impactful is the change to OC. So you can minus one to OC, which is great if you're facing a complete battle line army, but you can't drop it below one. So, yeah. um, you know, Eldar, predominantly, aside from the tanks, is all OC1. They don't yeah, care about no. OC because you're already dead. Um, yeah, that's and a, a lot of stuff doesn't run mass battle line. I think you know death, death. Uh, people playing actual Dark Angels, they're like a Deathwing army with yeah, bonus but, OC is about it. But it's not. But massive. even in that case, in the yeah. even in that case, that would be the first one to be honest. Mm. And you know something like War Dogs for Chaos Knights, where it's like cool. Well, we still got OC mm. fourteen on the point. Um, exactly. So I think exactly. that's probably the outlier one that isn't the greatest. But I think Death Guard with the points changes because um, Plague Burst Crawlers were like they went down in points. They're down to one six five now. I think Mortarian okay. dropped by like thirty forty points. Hmm. Uh, Plague Marines are insanely cheap um, as okay. well. So they have a lot more play. The other one that I thought was quite interesting was Death Watch. They finally decided you can't reload a Hellblaster. Uh, plasma rifle with you know bolt rounds so they've taken a lot of their janky uh, bits out where you can make them anti-monster anti-infantry on anything so now it is very much listed so i assume there's going to be a bolt storm gauntlet so i assume you're going to see more aggressors in um death watch because they have bolt weapons, yeah, uh, but it's much more limited. On I, I say limited, it's quite a long list of bolt weapons, but much more limited. Gene Steel yeah, Gold—they got really expensive. <laughs> yeah, um, it makes sense to be honest. They keep coming back. Yeah, well, they so don't you... as much anymore. So the big change was, it's you add one if the result is battle line, um, and add an additional one if it's the first or second battle round. So it's now on a five plus. So it's okay. Like on non-battle line, it's a thirty-three percent reduction in likelihood after battle round two. So it from people's test games, it's massively dropped. Imperial Knights mm. got nerfed again. I think there were six nerfs in total. Yeah. So on top of all the other bits and the changes to 
their strats. So they either went up in cost or changed their type. Um, they also, the Bondsman ability that was really fun affecting the Questorus, yeah. now doesn't, is back to the ninth edition version. So that was a yeah, huge so change. We've got, we got the ninth edition knight now, yeah. pretty much. Not Tauri um, and uh, these sorts of things. But you and, can't, at least they can't be shot. So that was the big change I was really worried about, is they were going to change it to Towering Works 9th edition way. That was my mm-hmm. worry, which is just that. It's just, oh, good, you can't, I can't shoot you, yay. So I'm glad mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's the opposite, and it's, you know, no one sees anyone. Leagues of Votan, they got all of their, they, they can just dump her. If they can kill some units in a turn, they got a lot of CP once. Right, okay. It's not really game-breaking, Nah. Not a massive nah. thing. It does give them more option to, you know, have that CP to do all their different strats. And Desolation Marine, yeah, Desolation Marines get to go in the bin, and no one was sad. Mm-hmm. Captain units of four at two hundred points. Yeah, you'll still see them. They're still good. They still will kill hordes. Um, it's just you can't reasonably stack bolted discipline as easily on top. But yeah, yeah. so. Other than that, it was mostly a lot of points changes and a lot of points corrections that I think some were preemptive. So the Void Weaver went to 125 points because basically all anyone would do is go, well, Fire Prisms are 180. Let's put in 300-point Void Weavers Um, Mm. because they're really good. They cause Battle Shock. It's two shots at Strength 16, Flat Damage 4, and then six Shuriken uh, Cannon shots. And it's a 4-up inbound. And it has 12 or uh, 14-inch movement. Um, like yeah, and it has a four-up inbound, and it can fire and fade. Um, so yeah, that's I think, overall. Yeah, overall we got yeah. point reduction, point increase, mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. where we were expecting, <laughs> where we didn't expect them. Like for the Kalidia's assassin that dropped, is because basically the the ability got yeah. worse, so it makes sense. So overall, mm-hmm. I think it's a yeah. it's a good one. I'm hoping to have enough time. Mm before the next episode that the lists are dropped early enough that I can go through and do a percentage of Imperium lists that don't contain the Calidus Assassin. Mm. I'm currently reckoning that of the Imperium lists, so Space Marines, Sisters, Admech, Knights, um, yeah. Custodes, I'm, and whatever ones I've probably forgotten, I'm reckoning it's probably going to be in the realm of um, less than 20%. Really? Will not contain the Calidus. It it oh, allows right. you it's so like mission more. play. I like it more. Um mm. I really like it more. I didn't have it in my list before. Oh, I know no, it was as in super strong. Eighty percent of lists eighty percent of lists will have a Calidus. I will have. Oh sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So twenty percent won't. Yeah. Um okay. to clarify. Uh, yeah, yeah, because okay. it's the mission play, like you know, for knights, yeah. it's like, cool, I can have six models on the table and I can reliably do engage behind enemy lines. I can do at least one cleanse, probably, without trying too hard, um, yeah. which, yeah, it just fixes that. And also, cool, as an extra thing, you're never using command reroll. Um, yeah. I was really glad that rotate iron shields is not a battle tactic. I, I was thinking that That's, yeah. that was that was my other big worry, is that, like, oh, cool. I, everything costs more, and yeah, um, so that was that was a big one as well. Yeah. Um, so I think, as a lot of people have said, it's nice that GW were so holistic in a lot of the approach. Again, Eldar, they never get it right. Hard to see 
no. Harlequins slash Tyranids slash most of the stuff in Ninth Edition, Drakari. Um that was I mean basically Eldar of Ninth Edition um was was pervasive throughout. But I think again they do the balances and they don't have enough data to see what the impact is. Hmm. Because you look at the changes they've made and have they actually considered the impact? Because there was some data from last weekend, nights are down to forty five percent. Very small sample size, probably not indicative of actually what the result is going to be for nights in the long no, term. It's too probably stabilize around fifty. But it's very tricky, I guess, to understand. Like, did they sit in their office and go, "Well, we fixed Eldar." Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, I mean, it is. I, I think it's a good data set. It mm. it doesn't fix all the problem, but no. that's that was expected. Eldar are still too strong. Um, other army been dropped. What they dropped? Thousand Suns got hurt. Exactly, but they're still good. They're still they're good, speak you, but and if they hit hard, um, I say Dari, Gene Steeler, mm. and Knight, the three, and and Custodis, then T Sun would have been too strong. Where I mean, T Suns were already on skirting pretty close to the sun. Exactly. So what they've done, they hit, they didn't hit just the the the, the top boys, but mm. they actually. It's something across. Yeah. It's not enough for some army. But no. overall, I think it's a good yeah. one. I mean, it shaked the meta well enough mm. there. It was making people to, to reconsider yeah. I, a lot of lists, which is good. I think one of the people's upsets or complaints is for things like Leagues of Votan, for example, who got minimal to nothing in the way of rules. Um, and again, it's. I think it's taking it from a they've just sold the cards they're still trying to sell the cards and also they're aiming at, at the general user not mm. the you know hardcore 5 and 0 tournament player um who can adapt if you play once a month mm. you, like so if suddenly all of your data cards were irrelevant that's a lot of new information to know so yeah. i i was surprised at how many actual rules changes there were yeah, um, particularly, I mean, de- the Death Guard one is fairly straightforward. It's not, you know, on turn one, do this, and then if you do that turn, you know, it's not like the Chaos Knights Dread Table from Ninth Edition. No, no. Um, what, so, <laughs> what, what, what surprised me, yeah. I do remember a call, uh, sorry, an interview. Remember there were mm. some, what we call influencer interviewing. I can't remember the name of the guy from GW that does all the ruling and oh, yeah. the, sp- the spokesman for them. The, the guy with the beard. Um, yeah. I remember him saying that the data, if the data slate would be just point changes, mm. and the the changes for the rule would be just once a year. So exactly the opposite as um, as it used to be in ninth in the last part yeah. of nine, but they didn't. They they did no. both of them in this data slate, probably because it was needed because mm. the edition just came out and therefore there were lots of stuff that you couldn't address it just with points. So I don't know if it's a one-off or if it's going to be the, the regular trend that we can expect points and changes to the yeah. rules every every it's, quarter. I don't know. We'll see. I suppose we'll it see. depends on, I suppose, the amount of backlash they get online. There's been genuinely, from most people, influencers and 
the, the such, generally the attitude to the fact that it's been done has been positive. Most of the negativity yeah. has been people that feel it's not enough was done. And again, yeah. hate it with know, hate. It's hard to, you know, I can throw three darts at a board. <laughs> yeah. They'll either all hit or they'll all miss. Exactly. Um, Overall, it's been good. I yeah. mean, I'm quite positive. Yeah. If they're going to change rules and point, I think it's still okay. It's yeah. kind of a patch for a video game. The only thing I'm not having that many games that probably I might skip some data slate with event in between if they keep doing every three months, but yeah. rather having them on the board like that mm. and fixing it every quarter yeah. instead I'm, of keeping it broken for too long. Yeah, so I mean, it's right. ninth, yeah, ninth edition, you had, what, nearly a year before there was really any change at the beginning. We're yeah. not even th- yeah. three proper months in. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, because yeah, you had, it was end of June, it, it, wasn't it? It is. So July, August, yeah. September. Yeah. So we're nearly at the three month window. So yeah. there's been a fair amount of patches. Yes, they have, they're not all perfect, but at least there is stuff. Yeah, it's just hopefully, yeah. Hopefully Good. that it's going to be that January one, hmm. aside from, you know, the AdMet Codex will come out and actually them being awful back for the last six months until it came out was just a foreshadowing of us being back in ninth edition mm. and crying from cover when we got shot 800 times um <laughs> we shall see um yes yeah, i mean again we've also got the tyrannid codex which is oh yeah the, i i could have sworn that the rules were always going to be free um and you're always going to be able to access it in, in the app and you yeah. can't already so that was a bit that was disappointing bullshit. There was um, bullshit. There was like, bullshit. It's like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm never going to buy the Tyranny's Codex. Like, fair no. enough. Why like, would you? But I will buy all the ones for armies I own. And actually, from a competitive point of view, being able to, because I think for a lot of people, calling people out at a a tournament is still something that people find tricky. Mm-hmm. For me, I'll do it because I. I confident then cry that. about yeah. it later. Um, I'll you know have my emotional breakdown when I get home. Um, <laughs> but it was at least it was nice that I could click on you know Shalaxi and ch- go oh oh yeah no she does have extra attacks that's why he's just bludgeoning my dead corpse. Um, see, see, I'm too lazy to do that. I, <laughs> I and I trust people and then I regret it after yeah, the game. See, I'm I'm also the person that in between each round builds the whole list onto oh, Battlescribe or. Um, I, I can't help it. Fair um, enough. Does, you, but yeah. you know what? You know what impact this one is going to have to me personally. That I was almost planning to to subscribe to Warhammer Plus mm. because I did like the app, and having all the rules in there was quite mm. nice. Yeah. And now that I'm not going to have all the rules, mm. and fuck it. I'm yeah. Gonna yeah. carry on and use Butterscribe, or mm. if they make Rosterize better as they promised to with the Kickstarter, I'm gonna use yeah. Rosterizer. Yeah. And, but for now, Butterscribe does the job. I, I will probably keep using it until they work out that I've got 40 open rosters, <laughs> um, six for each army, and that. I can't add any more, but I can keep editing them, so it's yeah. fine. Once they the work thing. that out, it's probably going to be an issue. Um, or once they start putting everything, once uh, you know there's ten codexes out, and you know half of it's behind a paywall that I can't mm. see, even with doing a subscription, 
Yeah, I found it annoying to be honest. Yeah. I, I like because the age of Sigma, except mm. for the announcement, you can read, you can yeah. make list of any army, and I, I don't get why they don't do it for forty k. No, uh, they they clearly don't trust us to buy the book. Uh, true, <laughs> true. Hey, yo, yeah. gonna download somewhere dodgy, but hey, yo, oh, moving God. on on that. Yeah. So, um, the main crux of the episode um sort of basically we're going to talk about uh london grand tournament as much as we can now now that we've nice. got the data slate now that we sort of know the terrain um yep. sadly in some cases uh <laughs> now that we've also got the faq i think is from the looks of things nicely done i do love the fact that it's highlighted maybe pink yeah. wasn't the best choice but it's very obvious where changes have come in um in terms yeah. of revisions that's quite good um so I think, first of all, um, obviously, London Grand Tournament, I will keep referring to it as LGT. So um, it, it's not we've joined some weird group. It is just London Grand Tournament. Um, just so people know what it means, because otherwise people will sit there and go, oh. um, like the WTC we had last week is, you know, acronyms is half my life. So it's touted to be potentially the biggest event of 10th so far. Uh, Zach, the person who runs the UKTC event, has opened another 30 tickets, so it's over 800. Again, it depends on how many people turn up on the day. Um, mm. So it's around 830. There is then the invitational event, but that's separate and on the Friday. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting to see how many people there are. Yeah, I really hope it's a very cold day in hell. Um, so that I don't die if it's anything like the temperature at the moment. I might have to buy fans. I've got a USB fan. I've got a portable charger. Might just have that on me somehow for the for the day. So um, this is going to be my third LGT. Uh, my very first one, there was a proper Indian summer uh, two years ago. We were just coming out of from COVID, so people were still wary <laughs> of masks. COVID. Yeah, and but we, no one had a mask, or not many people had a mask. <laughs> it was boiling hot. They tried mm. to open some of the door at the end of the venue. We did nothing, so there was a proper boiling one. Um, last year was a little bit better. I don't remember sweating too much. It was still quite stinky. But no, it's bad. The venue is huge, super yeah. cool. The only downside is there are very long uh, ta- row of tables. So yeah. if you have to go and check on the other side, you know, from your opponent's side, battlefield edge, let's say, uh, unless you are at the end of the rows, you're going to crawl under the table or make a very long walk. So that's the only the real downside. And in Kent, we got spoiled that we got at our event, Gothic uh, Canterbury Games event, all tables are separated, so we can easily walk yeah, around like it. No. <laughs> we don't get that one there at all. And also, it's very noisy. Mm. It's fucking yeah. noisy. Which was literally something in my head I was just thinking of. Other than at uh, Beachhead, I was really lucky, and at Nottingham, I played every single game at Nottingham on an end table, bar one, and the same thing at Beachhead was amazing, right. really lucky. Um, I was thinking about, you know how you have the silent discos? Yes. You have oh, the, right. uh, yeah, the headphones. Headphone, yeah. What would be amazing, um, and again, <laughs> logistically, 
not expecting this because it'd be a nightmare. But yeah. only because I find sometimes it's really hard at the table, at events of that size, to hear what the fuck is going on. Because your opponent, either the person playing next to you is so loud you've got no hope. Yeah. Or they're really quiet. Yeah. And they whisper. And it's like, great. Or, um, even better, my hmm. great opponent I had in round three, I was a Scottish guy with a very strong Scottish accent. <laughs> and literally, I trusted everything he said. I got no idea what happened that game. <laughs> yeah, I'd love just for those, the more quiet ones, and just to be able to have that conversation is have like headphone set up where you have sort of microphone where it's, you know, much like my ones, what's known as a condenser yeah. microphone. So it doesn't capture most of the world around it, like the very loud, loud fan yeah, of my laptop because it's very old and dying. Yeah. Now. Um, so I'd love it, that just for that. Oh, no, no. I, I was wondering, like, how cheap, how much would it cost me to do? Like, just to be like, oh, hi, here you go. Here's a headphone. Like, if you could just phone me um, while we, <laughs> like, just, yeah, would make, yeah, I, this is more my quality of life because I find yeah. it that very straight. Like, that's something I find very hard. Yeah. For the I don't weekend. know. In, in the end, it was okay. I mean, it's very yeah. noisy and loud, but mm. you gain the loop. After the game, you get so, you know, invested in the game and everything. Mm. They are kind of forgot about it. So yeah. at the end, it was okay. I, I lost I, my voice. Yeah. But... It's similar, similar uh, to a lot of other people. I struggle with where there's a lot of noise yeah, to actually enough. focus on one. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I know. I yeah, totally. And I'm listening to the guy three games down talking about his orcs doing whatever. <laughs> and I'm not playing orcs, so that's a relevant fucking information to me. Um <laughs> I don't know how I survive a five round events, yeah. but hey ho. Um, so and, again and I, want, I just wanted to say it yeah. even though this stuff is, you know, highlighting some of the negative stuff like mm. long road table, very noisy. Is still the event I'm looking forward to go. Yeah. Because everyone is there. Even mm. more than everyone that you would expect to a UK event. There is everyone from across the world. There yeah. is people from fuck knows wherever they're coming from. Uh, there are all the famous faces that you see online. Tweak and Joker. It's definitely Tweak and Joker there. Contact lost. Yeah. So that is, it's good. Because you get lots yeah. of people and uh, everyone is there. And that's why the yeah. experience is amazing. Also, um, so yeah, so it's quite good. And yeah. there is a which, lot of other yeah. game system around, mm. which I didn't, I always get very tired at lunchtime. I don't want to go and see other games. No. I didn't do it the first year, I regretted. Mm. Last year, I forced myself to have a walk around. And I did, and it was quite nice to see mm-hmm. Star Wars Legion or yeah. the Game of Thrones one. So it's, yeah. it's good. It's a very good event. Yeah. I'm looking forward to go there. Uh, which, uh, talking about um, Contact Lost, I listened to their episode today on my drive to Brighton. So thank you to them for some entertainment. My favorite moment being that uh, Tweak is in the professional part of the Invitational and Nassim <laughs> yeah, yeah. is in the amateur part. That was I, that was a amazing highlight yeah, that was good. Uh, for me uh, so that will be us next year we'll be in the professional invitational somehow like, just looking terrified uh, for however many rounds uh, so waiting for the invitation uh, it hopefully is in the post for next year is that um, but yeah you know, it is, anything like that is amazing because you just it's meeting new people because that's the yeah. only 
and I say issue, it's not an actual problem, but I find going to local events is, again, it's that playing the same people. It's nice to meet someone and have no idea. Yeah. Um, other than you're going to have a good game, 99.9% of the time, um, is that, you know, you're look like you're looking for something new or exciting. You're like, like I didn't know Custodes could somehow not die now. Um, or, yeah. you know, oh, Death Guard, I haven't seen like someone's taken recently two Land Raiders, like uh, was talking about on our Discord. Like all those cool, like weird little lists because it's not your yeah. local meta if you don't get to go to the bigger events as often. So that's quite fun. Um, and just and, the general chit chat that people have. Yeah. And you know what? Even better this year, we're going with lots of people from our team. Exactly. Yeah. We're going for a proper lads weekend too. We got mm-hmm. our team Hive Mind House ready. Yep. Uh, which apparently, what did he say in the description? Is a charming house? What did he say? Something like that? From the book in more a place to dive bar, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a charming rooms. So mm. charming rooms near Tottenham Hotspur uh, Stadium. So come on. We've got charming rooms waiting for us in the team hive mind house. So looking forward to, to that aspect as well. And uh, of the for the weekend, so it's going to be good. Yeah. So uh, we've already sort of said about um, the armies we're taking. Where you're taking sisters, I'm going to be unless I have a weird change of heart and suddenly paint two thousand points of chaos space marines. I will be bringing knights. Um, so in terms of list, are you just taking what you think is fun? Or are you taking something to go the distance? Um, well, with as much distance the sister can take at the moment. But yeah, it's, it's not already, that It's already high. setting the expectations low. Right. <laughs> no, the expectation is very low. But I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. So I had my August month of the Imperial Night. There was more than enough. And then, I'm to be honest, I'm happy to go back. I needed a break from sisters. And um, as I explained a few episodes ago, so coming back to Sister is the right time now for me. The only downside is I will not have as many practice as I wanted to. So I'm doing a lot of theory craft- crafting, bothering Dom quite a lot, <laughs> Dominic Matthew quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're bouncing some idea on um, on lists, but now I got the point. I just need to put it on the table, whatever if it's TTS or something like that. So we need to find the time to to have some practice game and to finish painting them uh, because I got a li- very large collection. But I'm bringing twenty to thirty Archiflagrant, so which is quite a big change, and few other bits and bobs there and there of models I didn't have because they were trash before, basically. Um, I'll do my best. We will talk about expectation in a second, but mm. yeah, it's, is there it's, not, anything... it's not a fun list. It's not a fun list. I mean, yeah. it's, I'm aiming to, to play decently. Yeah. So, aside from you know, 20 to 30 archiflagellants, is there anything that you would say that's in your list that would be outside of the expected curve? Are you taking the mm. standard 75 points worth of Crusaders? Um, so so I got zero exorcist, so no indirect. Unless yeah. I change the list later on, but <laughs> so far I got zero exorcist. I got zero battle sister, so I got no battle line completely. 
that death got, guard trait coming in key there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I got um, three war glaives. So some Imperial Knight stick there, even <laughs> though they point leave them on the shelf. No, wait, the only damage I'll put that go in my list, <laughs> to be honest. And um, let's see, really, I'm giving up like 22 plus points for Bring It Down. And uh, four characters so far. Four or five? Four. Okay. So it's quite an unusual list. You won't see many sister lists like that. But literally just, I was thinking of my own playstyle. And and that's it. I'm not reading. I'm just ignoring Discord or anything that talks about sister list. And I'm focusing on my playstyle. So it's a list that is tailored on my own playstyle, literally. And I can guarantee it's gonna work. Definitely not for everyone. Maybe not even for myself. As I said, I need to test it. But that's where that's where I'm going for. So it's not a fun list because my my brain doesn't work like that. I'm too competitive to play a fun list. But yeah, how about you, James? So we'll be taking Imperial Knights because I'm too lazy to paint Eldar. Um, I also... Is it a fun list? I mean, the Eldar list would be fun. Um, (laughs) It would be really fun. But you're Um, not. (laughs) Well, the problem was, is I wrote the list when the Data Slate came out and then the weekend went by and all of the lists that appeared were very, very close to what I wanted to run. I was like, oh, I don't oh, really? want to play five to ten mirror matches. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, it would probably be five mirror matches. I'm not going to win that battle up to ten rounds, let's be honest. Um, so, it's yeah, it's... I think for me, the problem is that when I like to run Elder, I like I like the Aspect Warriors that aren't just the Warp Spiders and the Shadow Spectres, um, mm. who are really fun. Yeeting Warp Spiders 24 inches across the board is amazing fun, especially when four of them die, because that's hilarious. Um Okay, but you say you bring the Imperial Knights, so let's talk about Imperial Knights. You, you I really want to bring Eldar, I just thought. I can tell that. Uh, <laughs> I can tell that. <laughs> just, yeah. So, um, going with Imperial Knights, because they've been reined in a lot more, so there is more element of, and I say challenge, um, right. because, again, it's still a stat check army. Um, but what it does allow is that it's it's quite good for my mental well-being, shall we say. Because without having to push, I can finish games very quickly. Um, yeah. I can finish games very quickly no matter what I run. Um, but with Knights, I can, you know, on a clock, on average, have 30 minutes left over at the end of a game. Yeah, Whether that's... I've won or not, that's not me just trouncing yeah. everyone. Yeah, um, that's huge. That's huge. So, yeah. I would miss that. I would miss yeah. that. The, I mean, Knights have probably had one of the hardest pivots in terms yep. of like Imperial Knights. Chaos Knights just carrying on as as, as if nothing changed. Um, Imperial Knights have had a massive shift because of yep. the fact that stuff that was good is no longer as useful. Um, yep. It still has, you know, the Crusader will still shoot a lot of bullets, but. It's doing it on a three plus to hit. It will probably not get the sustained hits because it yeah. has to move. Like yeah. it can't stay static. So 
it's now not benefiting from any of its rules on average unless you get really lucky on firing lines or you touch it into a ruin at the beginning of the game and then somehow it doesn't need to move yeah. um so that's not in my list canis rex is still 460 points he is still insanely good he will still murder everything i think um so. it, it's a bit i wish there was uh you know one more strat that he could do for free don't care which one but it's the fact that it's command reroll or nothing, um, unless he's been injured, um, is a bit off. Like, even if it was, I don't know, rotate, but then that would get infected, so sort of make a mute point. Mm. Um, yeah, just something would have been nice, but he is still a really good anchor for a list because yeah. the, it's the sustained hits is just phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> It's yep. so obscene um, how much he can put out. The flat nine damage. Um, do you have an invul? No. Cool. You die. Um, yeah. And yeah, so he's quite fun. And also Sir Hector getting out. And I've painted his Sir Hector and him. So I feel like I should run him. You know, um, I, always for- I always forgot about Sir Hector. Every time I get my <laughs> Canis Rex dead, died, mm. I uh. never got the guy out. I always remember because every time it seems to come up is when they called assassinate, and so it's really relevant that yeah. Sir Hector exists. I um, forget about it. I, I don't know why <laughs> that little guy, bless him. I mean, because was... because normally he gets out, and unless you can hide him, he gets lit up. Um, <laughs> but he's got he's lone a... operative. Has he? Yep. Well, I've not been playing. I, I think they might have been so close that it would have been irrelevant anyway. Um, yeah, but that's interesting. Yeah, it does. Um, so, yeah. So then I'm currently toying with an Atropos because it's another big knight that isn't sad that it lost its own bondsman ability. Um, it still gets plus one to hit against vehicles and monsters. And he gets right. plus one to wound, I think, is the other part against Titanic and Towering. So, yeah. um, and the singularity gun is cool and the weapons are cool. I am using a lancer body and attaching the weapons to oh, the nice. side. Um, oh, nice. Just because I have the lancer painted. So it means I don't have to paint a whole nother model. Um, uh-huh. And also it's not resin, so it's less scary to transport. Um, because I don't do the same level of pinning that pe- most people do when they're doing those resin nights. Um, so yeah. that's that's that. So that would be the other linchpin. It's then six little guys, so two uh, Helverins and four Warglaives, I think. It's that way around. Sure. It's something like right. that. Um, is the current one. Again, it's just eight OC bullies. Um, most of the heavy lifting will be the Atropos and the Canis Rex. Mm. Um, I'm also toying with a Gallant instead of the Atropos because right. Unyielding Paragon, or whatever it's called, minus one AP, is great. Uh, he's also got 12-inch base movement. He hits on twos. Um, he has 18 sweep attacks on the Chainsword. Um which, you know, he'll kill quite a few infantry. He can yeah. also take the missile launcher, has the stubber, so he can at least do a little bit of shooting on top um, and can now hide so he can get across the board because the problem with the gallant was he just got shot most of the time. 
and he's only 400 points, 440 with the upgrade. Um, so that was a potential. Um, and then, strangely enough, of course, the Calidus Assassin. <gasps> Shocking. Uh, <laughs> the other unit that's making into the list, though, is the Eversaur Assassin. Um, All right. For one reason alone. I had right. 75 points left. Um, he's also, again, another lone operative. He has Infiltrate. He has Scout Move, I believe. He's also yeah. quite good at character assassination. Um, yeah. So it's another thing that I can yeet at things to kill characters. And that's, I mean, basically the, the entire premise of the list is the Atropos or Canis Rex gets into combat and I hopefully have two CP. For two reasons, particularly with Canis Rex, or if I was running the Lancer, Canis Rex gets in one CP for Thunderstomp, one CP for Epic Challenge. I'm going to do five attacks. I'm probably going to hit seven times, and I just need a single six, and that's nine flat damage, and your character is probably dead, as long as they're yeah. in infantry. Yeah. Um, obviously, it doesn't work against uh, a lot of other things. No, uh, it's pretty good. So, what's but, your expectation with this list? <laughs> Probably, I'm going to be overly confident and completely right. Three and two. Uh, again, I think if I lose round one, I'm more likely to get three and two. <laughs> if I win round one, I think I'm going to go two and three. Um, predominantly because I'll be more likely to, if I win round one, I'll pair into yeah. Elder. <laughs> yeah. And it will be a bad, bad day. Um <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know in that game if I'd rather go first or second. I think I'd rather go second and hope that they can't shoot the Atropos, and then the Atropos comes down and just nukes as many things as it can in one turn. Um, so what's your minimum goal? My if minimum goal is yeah. two and three is minimum. Oh, um, wow. Okay. I haven't gone... At a large event, I haven't gone negative win rate. So I feel like I, I sort of have to at least go for three and two. I think if I was taking Eldar, I would be more confident in saying four and one. Uh, but that's just because the Eldar list would carry me to it, not anything else. Um, right. I think in case people are worried, I think the Eldar have a lot less of play um, than they did. Um, so it's not just a click button mm. win, um, mm. you know, like running Orcs in ninth edition. It's okay. now there is a bit more challenge to it because... You're thinking yeah, things too can much. go wrong. You're thinking oh, too much I, about Elder. I have three weeks, three weeks in. Um, you're just other, talking other, about. You're talking the about one just thing about we, Elder, mate. Oh, Come on, you. Because I love Eldar. I want to play Eldar, but I want a different Eldar book, please. Um, you, the other one that we haven't talked about that's going to be a potential menace, although Nassim's playing Eldar, which surprised me, um, is Tau. Yeah. Tau got really cheap all of a sudden for some reason. Um, okay. It'll be interesting to see how many people own three ghost kills, um, and triple riptide, and both of them. And then a, the funniest one I found with Tau that every time I see them, people mm. just seem to end up killing their own crisis unit. Oh, really? Why is that? So, because they're a vehicle unit, they don't insta die, which is, I think, why they made the crisis suits vehicles. Um, but where they've got three plasma guns or what, whichever one's the ion blaster I think or whatever whichever one has the hazardous jet oh, okay. and they have three of those so with a commander in the squad that's 21 hazardous jets oh I see so each two is a dead crisis oh nice so statistically on 18 dice if you haven't got a commander 
you're looking at three ones statistically. So yeah. you're at, on average you're using losing a crisis and a half per activation. Oh, that makes my day. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> so it's yeah, that one's quite interesting where they could kill you, but then they could kill themselves in response and you feel really happy about that trade. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um okay. Okay. So but then you've still got the ghost kills, which are loan up. You've still got strike and fade, which is quite nasty for two CP on the um, crisis suits. Uh-huh. Um, where they they can move eighteen inches, which is why they Eldar have a really good game into them because night spinners will basically stop them advancing and right. drop them by two inches. So yeah, they can have eighteen inch. So I think it's only an eighteen inch guns, but it's a thirty six inch potential threat range. <laughs> it's yeah. quite nasty. Um, okay. So that that's the other one. I'd again only because I haven't played a lot of these armies. I think is I'm more erring on the two and three okay. because I haven't played against Tau in hmm. this edition. I haven't played against Thousand Suns in this edition. I haven't yeah. played against. And I have had a game against GSC pre-nerf, um, and it was a five-point swing in their favour when I was playing knights. Obviously, pre-nerf knights as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't played against Eldar, but I know what they do. Uh, haven't played against. Well, there's a few. Like, there's quite a lot I haven't yeah, yeah, experienced yeah. that I think it will be. Oh, that's how that works. Cool. Well, I lost. Um, so I think that's where I'm being more limited in my expectation okay. um, of two and three. I We'll come on to obviously why I think I'm probably going to lose the first round in a minute when we look at the terrain and the missions. Mm. Um, but your expectation? Uh, I'd be happy if I win one game. <laughs> that, that, That's right. That... I'll pair into you. And if yeah. I'm already three and three and one, I'll auto lose the game. Come with and the end somehow we'll... we'll know the pairings have gone wrong. I'll buy you a beer. And, uh, <laughs> so if I win two games, I'd be happy. Stretch goal is winning three games. Only because sisters are in a bad place. And mm. they don't play the way I like them to play. So even though I say I made a list that tailored my play style, it's still not my, you know, my jam. So, and also I'm out of practice because I've been playing nights all August. And and to me, it makes a massive difference. I need lots of practice. Um, but I'm okay with that because I had fun with Imperial Knights. So it, it's okay. I'm not regretting not having more reps on uh, on Sister. Maybe, maybe coming back to them with a fresh mindset might help. Doubt it. Yeah. I, I, I really need lots of practice. I'm going to forget a lot of rules. I'm going to have massive cheat sheets and then not even looking at them. So, and then, you know, oh. these sort of things. So for that reason, I'm going minimum goal, one one win. Standard, normal goal, let's say, two wins and stretch goal, three wins. But even if I win one game, I'll be, I'll be happy, to be honest. I'm going there for the fun this year. Well, last mm. year I went, I felt, I had a play. In fact, I ended up day one on three and all, and then finished. But wasn't the day that event. when you just auto scored? You just went cool. Don't say that. Done. Don't say that. <laughs> That's mean. But the sisters there, they were in Nephilim. They were, they were exactly what I wanted from an army. 
glass cannon. You see me, I'm dead. But if I touch you, you're dead. When now they're not like that anymore. So, so yeah, we'll see. I'm going with different expectation from last year. That that's that's the key one. So there are a lot of predator for sister definitely. Um, there is a we can't kill much. We can play the mission, but it's not enough. So yeah. so yeah, that's. So are you designing a list then? If you're feeling I can't kill stuff, mm. um, but we can play the mission. Are you building a list that you're going to take fixed secondaries? Uh, no, really. So there's been a lot of debate on the sister Discord after the latest mm. episode of Sister Act podcast, where they they were talking about fixed mission is the way for for sisters because we got a lot of sheets, you know, a lot of small chaff. yeah chaff. Let's say uh, small units, lots of idiots running around, and they can do action. If you kill them, I don't care. So for that reason, deploy teleportome is a really good one, um, and few other they are, they are quite good. Cleanse is another good one, um, but it's not my playstyle. So I'm aiming to flood the board and uh, keep my opponent busy in his deployment zone, where some of my chaff is gonna stay back or whatever and do hmm. and do the action. So yeah, I'm gonna flood the board pretty much with a lot of vehicles. That's kind of my plan. That's fair. So, so yeah. when we pair in, I'll take bring it down and yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and assassinate. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> same thing for me. Bring it down and assassinate. You've just got to get to the two assassins, and then it's yeah. whatever is sixteen points. Or, or maybe cleanse, depending on the yeah. mission. Cleanse is mm. quite a good one. It fixes yeah, cleanse, no. isn't it? Clint, yeah, but not for me because I haven't got enough models. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. cleanses are. Well, actually, I'll say that uh, the two assassins could maybe mm. survive it. But yeah, that's. So, yeah, I I will probably go tactical and probably lose every game as a result just because <laughs> I like the, the complete sheer and utter panic when I draw capture enemy outpost and I'm half a freaking mile from their deployment. Because um, yeah. I, I didn't realise. Um, and I probably played it wrong to my detriment. Behind enemy lines isn't wholly within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... That was that was a big, big thing. I'm like, so I can if on quarters deployment, mm. I can walk as long as he survives. You know the the first round of shooting from Tau and Eldar and yeah. Chaos Knights. I can just walk a guy. Yeah, and touch. get three points. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, a good one. That's a really easy one. Um, and yeah. then engage is probably the other one that I'd consider. Like a knight's player going, hmm, I can just do engage and uh, behind enemy lines and not actually engage with you for the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't do primary denial. I, don't, I don't think it's that easy. In few no. games, I mean, it yeah. is if they don't kill me. If they've got no anti-tank, I can just and that's the problem. score those. <laughs> um, that's another problem in that game for those people. Um, I mean, that would be the ultimate troll move is to just stand on primary objectives, score all the secondary points, and do zero interaction. Um, oh, you are a bad person. No, God, I know why you want. Awful, that would be a horrible game. Are you going to shoot? No. Are you going to charge? No. Yeah, I've scored <laughs> 10 secondary against this time. Uh, <laughs> now now I know why you want to play Elder, because you are a bad person. That's why. Yeah. That's the. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's secretly in my conscience isn't allowing me to paint them just because they, I, I know they would corrupt me too far. Redemption. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, yeah, we've sort of already really discussed about what we're looking forward to. I, my favorite moment, and this is where obviously I'm far more, uh, ridiculous than Simone, where I'm already in planning, full planning mode. Not that I really actually ever plan anything. I just hmm. speculate about my planning. Um, I'm looking forward to pairings. Like that's my mm. fa- like list reveals and pairings are my two favorite pre-tournament moments. Um, they they stress the, me out. Oh, once I know the pairing, I can start the major planning, which is why I tend to win. Uh, aside from horrific matchups, I mm. tend to normally win my first game, unless of course my first round was Nassim or Manny or you know Ines. Um, yeah, probably not gonna win that game. That that stressed me out because I start I stress out I will forget part of my plan and that's uh, why I always have those printed uh, deployments on with all the sketches of my deployment over that look like a madman plan which probably is mm-hmm. and um, but I stress out quite a lot that's literally the most stressful moment for me is after the pairing the days uh, the few days after in between the pairings and the event. I'd rather have know my opponent last minute than just walk to the game. But- See, I I do the deep dive on learning exactly. And again, this it, it's a weird benefit of having the level of memory retention where I just remember everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learn exactly what the opponent's list does. Gosh, you know, I don't... like in terms of rules, not how to pilot it. I couldn't suddenly run it, but yeah. knowing exactly what the you know the weapon output, everything like that. Because that takes the stress off for me of being mm. able to question them. So, oh, can you move forty inches with your uh, battle sisters? Um, I thought it was only six. Mm. Um, yeah, so no, that's, I, for me is the, the preemptive. But I plan and plan, and then I get to the table and go, "I'm going to do tactical." When in my head, I'm like, "If you do fixed, and you take this one and this one, you'll be able to score <laughs> consistently." And then I go, "Screw it, tactical." Um, so yeah. Well, <laughs> Um, again, also with knights, deployment's really easy. You've got six to eight mm. models on average. It's yeah. not, it uh, you know, again, things like Eldar where it is really important how you deploy because if you don't get first turn, you could screw yourself out of the game because, you know, you've put your three fire prisms on the line for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's a list reveal because I love... You know, as you've seen, Simone, I'm making a spreadsheet of all the different factions <laughs> and what the percentages are. Going to keep you busy with the number of players. Too much time, yeah. <laughs> um, I need to find a more efficient way to do that than sitting there and scrolling through and counting. Um, I'm so. pretty sure I'm insane by the end of the LGT one will be. I think um, so. I'm hoping I can do Control-F and just find and look tau, 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 and then count through that way at least. Um, just checking there's not lots of people called Jim Tau. Or Jerry Tau. Uh, it's like there's 700 Tau lists. Um, but yeah. So, fair enough. Is there anything else you're looking forward to yourself um, about the event other than obviously what we've shared? I don't know. I think I quite like the terrain. I tested mm-hmm. them a little bit. Even with Towering, they did they, they, because I was testing them with Towering. Mm-hmm. They, they, the opponent was able to, to hide. I had a yep. game against uh, Marco, our teammate. It was a few episodes ago on the podcast. Who's also uh, he going was, to OGT? He was. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's giving me a lift, so I hope he doesn't drop. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Or forget that he's going. <laughs> exactly. So 
is um, he was playing a Dark Angels list quite mainly focus, and he Always was able yeah. he, he was able to stage and come mm. and, and, and and get into combat, so which is a good sign. So I think the terrain is okay. Uh, mm. It's slightly different the changes, so there are more objective, more in the open. So round one for people not having the the mission, the terrain and mission pack. A lot of the objective are in the open, so um, let's see how it goes. Yeah. There are a lot of big so, fire lane. It from what we sort of looked through, it appears to be the middle is open game on all missions. Yeah, there um, always been. But the you case. have got you've got your home objective. You can at least hold from cover. You know, yeah. depending on how quick the opponent is, um, and there's always at least one other objective that is no man's land that is sort of more friendly for you to hold from cover. Yeah. Um, so the middle is probably the most hotly contested in terms of are you durable enough to stand there? Um, I think is the biggest one on that. Um, yeah, I like I do like the terrain. It's Again, it's something different. It's not what I normally play on, which I, I love playing mm. on different terrain, um, unless it's bad terrain. Um, yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's all right. Yeah, the missions, they're, they're nice and varied. Um, yeah, there's the a one, lot of chilly rains. Yeah, but that's, you know, if you look at the Leviathan pack, most of them are chilling rain, sadly. Um, which, again, I get from a balance point of view, is easier to do. Um, yeah. Chilling rain, because that extra, you know, because again, um, if you have an army that, you know, relies on advancing around the tape, you know, advance and charge on world eaters, there's quite, you know, they've got to get to combat before you shoot them dead. If you had the minefield yeah. one, which is on a six, you take a mortal wound. No, like, that's more detrimental to them than it is to me because I don't need to advance. Yeah, um, no, that's bullshit. So, I, I love sense. that one because it's comedy value. And if you're not running World Eaters, then it's at least comedy value because you can charge and it's funny. Um, yeah, but I don't want comedy. Less so. Um, yeah, Zach, I don't want comedy at yeah. LGT. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I'd love for them to make round nine or ten, whichever is the last round of the event, mm. servo skulls. Just, just because these poor people have played for like three days, have gone slightly like insane from you know playing quite so many games, and then it's like servo skulls, and it's like ah. Oh, actually, there is going to be the guy from Wargaming Live. Yes, which is, which is yeah. quite cool as a thing. Wargaming Live will be doing live streaming. If you get if you get picked. For whatever reason, in the early round, would you go on stream for Gaming Live? I would, and then I'd instantly apologise for having subjected anyone to my insane ramblings that occur during a three-hour <laughs> game of me playing Warhammer. Um, See, I got I got two bad habits when I play Warhammer. The first one is I jump. Mm. I, I do little jumps sometimes, so the microphone is going to be a pain. For, uh, not for All me, but for the people listening. And uh, the second one, I swear even more. So, <laughs> not not bad swearing, but some fuck there and there. Yeah. And um, so, I don't know. But yeah. See, I'm quite good at regulating my swearing. 12 years of teaching will do that to you. Yeah, um, true. But I do, 
have the annoying habit of humming or doing other sort of things that are more of a self-medicating approach to life than anything else. So for some poor schmuck watching, well, several hundred schmucks watching, would be subjected to my inane ramblings, as I said, as well as random sort of very quiet noises. Um, probably wouldn't sell me in the best light, but I'd give it a crack because it would be yeah, funny. Um, exactly. I'd also, the problem is I'd, I'd get, the only thing I'd be worried about is that I was making the game entertaining. Oh, so give a shit. it would end up turning into a weird sideshow because I would be attempting to making an entertaining game. So it'd be like, ah, oh, I'm winning the game, but it's not very fun. Atropos charges um, the nine inch charge into the open into Angron. Um, oh, well, that was stupid. Um, but at least it looked cool. Um, like oh, yeah. that sort of so, yeah. So that would be my only concern with that. But it is, I, I love the fact, um, as I spoke with uh, in the last episode with Contact Lost, I do like the fact that more things like that are getting streamed. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be nice. I do yeah. find, aside from the WTC, where half of the people are influencers anyway, and the other half at the WTC are people that are used to that being on the top tables in their country, mm. which is normally the streamed game. So they're used to that being a thing. Whereas you see some of the games that are on War Games Live and because it's it's not no, it's not normal to yeah. perform at a tournament. You know, it's not you don't play five games where you're like, oh by the way, you are going to be on stream the whole time. Um so it's some yeah. of the games are very challenging to watch, I find sometimes because, you know, it's not everyone's forte. No, um, I, st- I still like it, though, to be honest. Mm. When I paint sometimes, if the army is on the table, I'm interested too. Yeah. Otherwise, I would skip it. But if mm. I'm interested in the army, uh, I'll, in the background, I will keep it. And sometimes I would just skip, skip like, I don't know, one turn or two. And, and then if I don't understand where the game is gone, I might go back. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, I quite like it. It's, I think it's the only way to actually watch um, proper proper competitive game, mm. I think. Because yeah. so all I'll... the other streamers are more entertaining now yeah. than actually yeah. competitive. It's, especially when you get to sort of the final rounds and they are showing those, it does, it gives you a good insight when, and again, WTC, because of the style and the nature. Uh, yeah. Jack Harpster, whoever he played from England again it was very interesting listening how both players talked about their intent and the way in which they conducted the game was very interesting I really struggled to find the word sportsmanship as you probably heard as listening the episode that was that was a painful moment being corrected by someone whose native language is not English um (laughs) yeah shows shows how great I was doing that day um although interestingly as a side note where we've been talking about how we think you know Death Guard you know they're pretty cool rules they're sounding great morty just died apparently in a game to a grenade strap uh, from an infiltrator um, <laughs> so, a friend luke who's coming to be a spectator we've got a cameraman effectively for lgt that's how yeah. fancy we are um better, better than the better than some wtc teams basically yeah. um, so that's quite crew. funny um uh, the only the only other thing with the terrain going back to being off the massive tangent I put us on, I'm a little bit sad that it's priority targets, priority targets, back to back. 
Oh, the Niners now. Fuck you know. Yeah, round three and round four um, is back-to-back priority targets, which makes me sad because I know I'm not getting to round six, oh. seven, eight, or then. <laughs> So there's actually three missions with priority targets. Round seven's also priority targets. So that's quite interesting that they've Popular. done that back-to-back. Um, mm. For okay. me, I think the the round I'm looking forward to the least, um, and this is no sort of anything slight against whoever my opponent ends up being, is round one, if you're not against a combat army, does feel like it's going to be a bit of a coin flip. Um. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You can all object the the long yes. board deployment. I see. I secretly know things. Um. You can all do objectives. Didn't you can. It, it's no, no. It's it's the potential for just the alpha being shot off the board because oh, yeah. the number of firing lines mm. into the table literally. Um. You've got the diagonal from one side of the deployment to the other. You yeah. can, and again, this is possibly because it's it's always sometimes harder looking at top downs of maps when there's not the physical terrain. Um, it's going to be interesting because the other thing I've noticed they removed is they haven't put in where they've got those weird little bits they had for dents last time. Yeah, it's gone. They haven't used those to represent anything else. Yeah. They've just removed them. Um, yeah, but to be honest, I'm not gonna miss them. No, no, they were they were a bit annoying to work out their footprint. Yeah, the, 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 to be honest, yeah, minus one to hit is good. Yeah, but you you still gonna die. Maybe because I was playing sisters. Probably because uh, you were playing sisters. Yeah. Exactly. So if you see me, um, I die. So when mm. there were some objective just basically protected by those thing, yeah, and they did nothing basically every time. So. so yeah, it's okay. Be, I'm not yeah. missing them. I like. I mean, again, the fact that poor Zach has spent all his time blanking out all the windows, and now towering doesn't exist, is also must no, be. No, but a it's bit a painful. good thing. It's a good thing because it, it's Tau a good thing used, still. Yeah, Tau used to be very good because of the mobility, and mm. they would just touch the just tap and see mid, through. Yeah, yeah, the mid ruin, and then see. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame big. knights can't you know just tap and see through. Um, no. <laughs> Well, but if they tap, they can still see through it. I know, I was being yeah. slightly sarcastic. Um, so the irony being that, yeah, they've covered up the windows, towering's gone, but knights can still abuse that piece of drain. Yeah. Um, but, but they have to move forward now. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, so it would be, I think that one, if I get paired into Eldari, I'll at least get an early lunch. I'm designated mm. driver as well, much like Marco, so I won't be able to drive on that uh, drink on that day. I'll have to drive. Um, yeah. So that that makes me sad. I'm wondering if the guy that went to Nottingham that we spoke about afterwards, who went for a lads' weekend with his friends, and uh, he turned up to the event and it, he discovered mm-hmm. there was no bar, so his entire game plan was ruined. Um, oh, of you know having a good weekend with a few drinks. Oh, he's got more love. than a few. So LGT is at least. Yeah, at least if he's going to that, he can enjoy the bar. I did notice that in the you can't take any outside drinks in because they have an on-site bar, which makes me sad. Um, I know people will still, but it will be me that gets caught with my bottle of water that's like, that's not from our stand, get out. You um, can bring water, come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's not like I've done. No, I want to scare come. the people, terrify <laughs> them. Um, I, I'm looking, other thing I'm looking forward to, there's some nice-sounding food options. Yeah, but, but I, last year I didn't get to because the queue was... 
crazy shit. So I ended up going to the Costa uh, next to the cinema, which is okay. like a two minutes walk. Mm. And by the time See. I arrived, everything was gone mm. from there too. So I oh, had wow. a very shit lunch. So I recommend everyone to bring food. But... No. Run <laughs> nights, finish your game in an hour. True. Get all the lunch you need. Um, that's even the other for your, real thing to do. Even for your teammate. Cool. Even Thank for you. your teammate. No, for, yeah. <laughs> It'll have a nice markup. So I thought it was only eight quid for the food. No, no, 70. 70 pounds. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I will pay for that. The, the food mm. looked good. Yeah. That was so, hard to get to. One of the changes that I'm really happy with, look, I'm keeping myself on track. I'm doing quite well. Mm. Um, I mean, again, main advantage, and thank you for coming back, Simone, is I wouldn't look insane talking to myself. Um, I did that during COVID, reading uh, books for school that I was working at. We had to record books. Nice. Um, even the parents commented on my slowly increasing level of insanity by the end of a week where I was talking to myself and asking myself questions and answering them because oh, I was used I to, to, you know, 30 kids that would at least respond to when I talked. Um, there's what no double it's... overwatch anymore because that was something that was a thing at UKTC. You could do double overwatch. Oh, right. Not always. Yeah. Come it doesn't exist except for Asaman, you know, who will definitely be in every Eldar list. Um, he won't. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's a few things. There was one of the other changes that has sort of gone back on itself was mm. um, the Space Marine ability and any other triggered ability from something making a normal move. They had set it to be that Deep Strike didn't count for triggering those abilities. So you've, oh, right. uh, for example, you've got the ten, uh, Tyranid rule where the Gaunts can do a D6 move if something yeah. comes within nine. Yeah, They'd made it that it didn't count if something came from reserves. So that was that was a big shift on that one. All right. Um, so uh, uh, Morty still ignores everything, which is you know cool. Gives him a bit of variation. Um, I like how diligent you are that you actually went through the FAQ. Well done. I, 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 I've, I as we've said, I, it's there. I know it's there. I'm, I you know I like to know all the things because again, being a TO, we use the UKTC. FAQ because it gives yeah. us a bit of consistency, saves me a bit of effort as well um, in terms of for the events. Um, and it also, if people are wanting to practice for yeah. going to UKTC events, you don't have to learn a different set of rules, which is nice. You know, um, on a different, slightly different yeah. tangent, you know, it's really good. The LGT is the WhatsApp service with judges. So basically, it in the player pack or at some point just before the, the event, they're mm. going to send an email with a number, WhatsApp yeah. number. So then at the LGT, if the question is a minor rules question, you can send a WhatsApp and they will reply in a couple of minutes, not even. Mm. And um, because they got a couple of judges yeah. at the computer yeah. responding to the, all the WhatsApp, mm. I used a couple of times last year. It was mm. super cool. And you yeah. still have lots of uh, judges around. Um, but if so it's not it's something that's you know game critical to that, you no. you can't move on until if it's like oh by the way next turn I can bring the Caladius in from reserve, and they're like oh can you yeah it's like my, yeah in yeah. my in my case it was a two years ago not last LGT mm. the one before 
there was still all the fight first, fight last shenanigans. It wasn't clear they didn't release the book FAQ, GW. So the guy, the, my opponent was basically, I gave him fight last, but he was charging and he had the fight first ability. He couldn't stack the two together, but he was claiming that he could. So we WhatsApped and we got a response straight away. So for this sort of question, it's really good. If it's to check line of sight, you need a judge at the table. But the WhatsApp is really good. I recommend everyone to to use it. Mm, good. Uh, Gene Silicolt has the most number of uh, changes. FAQ rules. Yeah. Um, well, just massive amounts. Um, yeah, the it's good that they are quite so clear and the edits are nice. There's nothing um, massively I don't agree with, which is also good, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It'd be interesting if there's anything way. further change-wise. The my my because fa- I'm wondering because you know Tyranid book came out on Saturday. There, whether there'll be anything in there because I haven't seen it. Um, I've yeah. seen some reviews and stuff. Whether there's anything in there that is unclear. One of the big changes I think it, that's massively impactful for Tyranids not just taking multiple biovores and going scoring, yay! <laughs> they can only drop one spore mine unit a turn, I believe. Right, I don't know. I did. So what 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 they were doing before is going. Cool. We'll take behind enemy lines or cleanse or you know whatever combination engage in all fronts we wanted, and then you just drop two spore mines in a corner, right. one on each side of the table, and it's like, well, there's behind enemy lines done, um, and engage. Great. Um, zero and yeah, I hate spore mines passionately. Um, it's just yeah. the worst unit. You're not doing it. Yeah, um, that's what the only one. I blame their sins of ninth for that. Um, but yeah, there's there's nothing. Nothing okay. massively big and changed on there, which is good. Um, I'm because their rules cut off is that this weekend? I've got no idea. Okay. I think so. Why do we bring it back? I imagine it's normally two weeks before, isn't it? And then yeah. we've got the next episode. Will be hopefully we'll be able to talk about the actual real meta, some of the different lists that people are bringing, um, as well as our own, because it will be just before we head off for that. Yeah. Um so in terms of the potential meta, what do you what do you have as a prediction beyond there being sort of ten to twenty percent elder? Um I'm expecting lots of Decker. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting lots of Necrons. Because both of them are very popular in the UK. Mm-hmm. Necrons Necrons are quite decent. They got some build mm-hmm. there that can do work. Uh not sure if they're strong enough to win the event, but meta-wise, I can, I'm expecting them. Quite a lot of, a big number of them. So yeah, Death Guard again. Um, yeah, the, the, those two would be the, the, the biggest one. And then the usual, like, some Tau, a bit more because of the point drop, etc. And yeah, I would say those were the the key one that yeah. I'm expecting to to face quite a lot. I usually face <laughs> last year I faced Drukari twice, uh, and they I, were I, top meta. Um, this year I'm not expecting to see many Drukari. Uh, you are well, there. Interestingly, did you see did you see the meta? Uh, any the from the percent the 
oh, yeah, Ferrari you're right. had the highest win rate. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yeah, again, I... that could come down to he I was... think one of them was Scari. Um, <laughs> And, and there so, was, you know, he'll weekend. win with Drakari even if he's only allowed a Kabbalite warrior. Yeah, um, and, and, and there was, to be honest, the weekend after Data so Yeah, no, there was there was quite a, there was looking at events that had used the points changes and everything else. So yeah, but it was to yeah, the gap in between. Was also very enough. small. It was mostly RTTs as well, so it wasn't yeah. big sample size. Um, I'm thinking there'll be very few GSC players. Okay. Um, predominantly just because, aside from Custodes and Thousand Sons, they got hit mm. very hard. Um, rightfully so, because they were sort of um, very similar to Eldar, even though a lot of people had sort of solved the GSC game, whereby if you were quick enough and could just get rid of the blips, you stopped them having 28 armies on the table. Yeah, um, it was, it was yeah. quite unlikely. <laughs> I think there will be a very high percentage of Space Marines as well. True. Um, and, I, you know, we've got Kieran who will run Black Templars. I think there will be a fair few Black Templars because they got some interesting points changes. Um, things got cheaper for them. And then mm. I think... Possibly will... needs with the... <sighs> yeah. With the new codex, mm, yeah, I think there'll be a fair few nids. I, and the thing I think will be exciting about the nids is because there's very little the meta data from mm. anything. There will be a variety of the detachments, which will both be a blessing and a curse. Because yeah. if you manage to pair into one round of nids and then later on play another round of nids, and it's two do- totally different types of nids, and oh expecting them to do stuff and they can't or suddenly thinking yeah. oh they can't advance and charge i don't know if that's in the book oh you can advance and charge great um yeah that's so true. i think that'll at least be novel because there'll be that variety of the the nids yeah um, it'll be interesting the, last year was just leviathan so yeah it's just 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 that horrible and, horrible and then, list and there was my round one so yeah oh you're very lucky <laughs> i, I it'll be interesting to see how many Norn emissaries and whatever the Norn assimilator, I think, is the other variant. Mm. How painted they are because it's yeah, uh, again, nids aren't coming out the gate broken, so it's not like they're being released and it's like, well, nids are getting 95%, and that's gonna mm. be fun, um, which is good. It's nice that there's a the yeah. first codex is balanced and people can't see me doing uh, inverted yeah. comments. But it would be, it's nice that it's not just a broken mess out the gate. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot to, if you're excited about the new units to have like two weeks, <laughs> if you could get hold of them, or two and a half, three weeks to yeah. get that fully built and painted. Yeah. Um, I mean, the non emissary for me, I'd be still painting it in January um <laughs> if i started tomorrow um so yeah it, uh, yeah i'm looking i'm looking forward to the event i think yeah um, the good things is the, the data slate well it's mm. the bad things that the data slate drops so close to the event because i'm not i'm feeling personally i'm not practicing enough yeah. but overall it provides this uncertainty in the meta so it with it means it's not race night the meta yeah which I think is the main, the big change 
you know, Eldar aren't as invincible. There is potential that the top 16, 24, 32, whatever the top cut will be, um, there might be some variety. Hmm. Um, Goonhammer might have a different title than fuck Eldar for yep. what, the first time in quite a while, which would be nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll hopefully be more of a meta variety. I think um, so. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. It's, yeah, it's how, how many Admech players, how many, cause I think one of the things that a lot of people that run leagues of Votan have been a little bit disheartened by i would say and rightfully so is that yes you got loads of points drops great i've now got to go and buy five six hundred pounds worth of stuff to be able to run my votan at an event so i think exactly. that's yeah that's the harsher one for that yeah. if you've already got all the models less yeah. of a problem absolutely yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun it's i think it. we're gonna we're gonna finish an episode at less than two hours um, which is, okay. you know, an achievement. You know, see, last week I did quite well. Um, <laughs> if you're still with us, uh, thank you for uh, joining us, listening to the episode. The next one will be, again, talking more about uh, looking at LGT, more information around that, probably how the data has impacted the meta. And yes. a few surprises. Who knows what we Probably a few do. surprises. Why Simone? converted back to knights and decided to submit that list um yeah. but yeah again all of the ways to contact us either looking at the web new website which is still fairly new teamhivemind.net either or emailing us finding us on facebook joining the discord there we're over 260 something people now on discord which is You're amazing fine. yeah um which is yeah it's great to have so many people um it's oh one thing how excited is you to win Richard Siegler's shirt. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest prize ever. Um, and yeah. now you can, with a raffle ticket. Because now you can own Richard Siegler's shirt. Um, thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe, follow, all that. See you later. See you later.